Welcome to the Fantasy Football Wire Podcast with your host, The Prophet. Hello, everyone. I was not planning on making a podcast tonight. That was not the plan. But I was at work, and I got a notification on my phone. I got a notification that Melvin Gordon had signed a new deal with the Denver Broncos, and he is returning to Denver. This is such a big blow. (laughs) Such a big blow. Obviously, you feel similarly to me if you're listening to this at this point right now. Late at night, it's it's Tuesday, 11.34 p.m. at time of recording. But this is just a massive blow to Javante Williams, someone that I just ranked as a top five running back. And now Melvin Gordon has returned. So I want to talk through this transaction with you all really in the real time so we can, we can gather our thoughts and decide what are we doing with Javante Williams, where are we valuing him now? And also, what do we do with Melvin Gordon? Because he's 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 a he's a person too, as much as we might not like him right now. But I want to first start off everything with with a uh, kind of a a funeral for Javante Williams season. So Javante, you had so much potential. You could have been the RB1. Not just an RB1, but you could have been the RB1. For a while, it looked like the backfield was yours, receiving role included. But Melvin Gordon is back. Goodbye, Javante Williams season. Goodbye. It lasted... All of three months. Three beautiful months. I'll never forget you. All right. Now let's get into the fantasy breakdown that we got the emotional part out of the way. Listen, Melvin Gordon is still a good running back. That is why this hurts so much. Melvin Gordon is someone that on his own would be a startable RB2 usually. Uh, And Javante Williams is someone on his own would be a very startable RB1 most weeks. Together, though, it's worse for both of them to be together. Look, Melvin Gordon, he he didn't have a drop-off really in, in his production Last season, over 1,000 yards from scrimmage, not 4.52 yards per carry, 8 touchdowns. He was, generally speaking, a pretty solid running back. Now, he did not look as good as Javante Williams on the field. If you watch Denver Broncos games, you saw that. You saw the power, the elusiveness, the, 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 the just raw talent and potential of Javante Williams. We all saw it, and that's why we were so excited for when Melvin Gordon left. But Melvin Gordon is back, and he will have a role in this offense. But I don't think it will be as big of a role as people are thinking. Listen, if they really wanted Gordon back, if they really wanted Melvin Gordon, this deal would have been done a bit ago. We're, we're into end of April, almost May, and this deal finally got done after he 
visited several other teams. They didn't really show a massive interest in re-signing him. It seems more like he couldn't go anywhere else, so they said, okay, we'll bring you back. That is the redeeming part for Javante Williams. It seems like they might be committed to Javante Williams' season and just brought Gordon back because he was pretty cheap and they wanted the depth. That is where I am right now. Maybe I'm just coping. Maybe uh, I'm going to wake up and it's going to hit me harder that no Melvin Gordon, it's going to be a a timeshare, you know, 60-40 or something. You know, worst case scenario, it's 60-40 timeshare with Javante being the lead back. But I do believe truly that the day of Melvin Gordon being the number one in Denver is over. I do not think that that is... um, I don't think that that is what we're gonna what what we're gonna see. Now I'm gonna be completely honest. This wasn't completely out of left field for me. I was nervous that the Broncos would bring in another running back. I just thought it might be during the draft because they they didn't show that much interest in Melvin Gordon during this offseason. But the the Broncos' new head coach Nathaniel Hackett, former offensive coordinator for the Green Bay Packers. Did they ever have one running back? No. No. The Green Bay Packers, for for a long time, have gone with a tandem. Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones. When Aaron Jones finally got better, then he was the lead back over Jamal Williams, but Jamal Williams was still in a timeshare. Then it was Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. And we might see that flip to Dylan might be the lead back, but they have utilized a timeshare, uh, a two running back tandem. They have used that. So that is something that Nathaniel Hackett has shown that he likes. So so the Broncos adding another running back was something that I was somewhat anticipating. But here's the question we have. Is it better that they re-sign Melvin Gordon from a fancy football perspective for Javante Williams, or would it have been better if they had drafted, you know, pretty late in the draft, probably some other running back? For me, I actually like this move more. Obviously, I would have liked Javante Williams to be the only relevant running back in the Denver Broncos backfield. But when we're talking about the fact that they're probably adding another for depth and, and Hackett loves this tandem situation, then I say, okay. Maybe I do like the 29-year-old running back who, who could hardly steal all the touches from Javante Williams as a rookie. You know, Maybe we like that over some other rookie who has way more potential, way more upside, way more uh, surprise factor. We know what we're getting in Melvin Gordon. We're getting a 29-year-old you know, RB2 for, for this Denver Broncos team that the Denver Broncos themselves were not particularly interested in, that no other team really wanted. The the Ravens, the running backs are dealing with injuries still, coming back. They took a look at Melvin Gordon and said, nah, we're fine. Maybe this shows Melvin Gordon is going to be not as good as people are expecting. Now, I'm the first to say don't write him off completely because he was not bad last year. I'm just saying he might have the fall off this year. Some people might try to say he had the fall off last year. He just didn't. He just didn't. As someone who watched pretty much every Broncos game waiting for Javante Williams' time to come, Melvin Gordon looked pretty good. And that's why it was so frustrating because he deserved some of those touches. But I think that the end might be near for Melvin Gordon and they took him back 
and said, okay, we'll use you as depth piece instead of spending a draft pick on a running back. But I think that in every every situation, it was most likely they would add another running back, another relevant running back during this offseason. So this does not come completely out of nowhere. Now, obviously, yes, this ends the whole Javante Williams, you know, insane uh, hype train. You know, it's going to be a lot harder to rank him, you know, RB3 right now. But watch how far he slides. That's what's going to be important. Watch how far Javante Williams slides. Because if he slides into the second round, suddenly he might be a complete steal. That's what will be interesting. How far does he slide? Because people in fantasy football world, they tend to overreact. And I tend to overreact. Heck, 10 seconds ago, I was I was saying my eulogy to Javante Williams season. And now I'm saying, hey guys, he'll hold up. This night might not be the end of the world. So I'm just trying to say, don't overreact right now because Melvin Gordon might have a drop-off. They obviously weren't incredibly interested in him this offseason. Neither was any other team. And most likely, we weren't going to enter the actual NFL season with Javante Williams as the only running back on the roster. So maybe it's nice that we know what the other running back is capable of and we don't have this conflicting, oh, I kind of like this rookie. He 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 looks like he have, might have a spark. You know, we don't have that competing kind of kind of underdog story to, to distract us. So this might not be the worst case scenario for Javante Williams. Obviously, not as good as him being the only running back, but I don't think that was completely reasonable to expect. Anyways, there's the emergency podcast. This one was short, only about 15 minutes, or no, gosh, like eight minutes. Um, it was an emergency podcast. We we had to talk about Javante Williams. As, as the biggest Javante Williams fan in the world, possibly, we, we had to knock this one out. So I hope you all listened, uh, and, and I hope you enjoy it. If you did, make sure you leave a review wherever you listen. And uh, in a few weeks, I'm going to be going with the uh, the NFL draft guide for fantasy football. I'm going to have that going. So stay tuned for that. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and follow the podcast on all the platforms you enjoy. And as always, I will see you next time.